Hello, fan people. My name is Jay, and welcome to the first episode of All Ships Float. Today, I figured we were going to take it a little bit slow, get to know each other, one-on-one. I am going to kick it off with my favorite ship of all time. Now, bear with me here. I have a lot to say about this, and I'm going to try to not rant too much about it or gush too much about it now and save the gushing for any time that this specific ship is covered alone or in theme. But my favorite ship is Destiel. Now, it has been that way for a while, ever since we meet the lovely blue-eyed angel. Um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite ship. And I, as long as I could keep watching that show, which... Um, because it's ending. Don't know um, how that's going to work for me, but because it's a show that I rewatch constantly, I feel like it's always going to be my number one ship um, forever, as long as I have Netflix and the availability to watch Supernatural. Okay. Um, now, usually there's very little canon relationships in media that I love, there are, but there are a few that I agree with and enjoy. Um, for example, uh, Booth and Brennan from Bones, I do adore them together because it has build-up, it has background. Um, uh, let's see, what else? It's taking me a while to think about that. I probably should have written them down before, but I felt it would not be as genuine because it would be the one that comes up to my head the most. Um, but yeah, Booth and Brennan are probably my number one actual canon relationship that I love. That are a good example of a relationship, at least to me. Shipping is a very off-putting um, thing for a lot of people. I know I have, a, I have a cousin who doesn't understand how it works. Maybe she understands, she just doesn't partake, and that confuses me. So it's me. I'm the one who does not understand um, why she doesn't partake, why she does not enjoy it. I don't know. Um, it's really weird. Um, also, just an FYI, this is being recorded during quarantine, um, and uh, it's been it's been a month, like <laughs> one hell of a month. But let's not put a damper on this little shindig um like i was saying shipping's a little complicated for people who do not partake people who are not overly obsessed fan people but it was something that i was very smoothly slid into partially because i guess i always have shipped people before i even knew that was a thing and when i found out it was a thing it was glorious <laughs> Because I was like, well, there's other people that do it. I'm not just crazy. Um, I started very, very young. So this is going to be a little weird. But if you agree and or have stories of your first ship or the first time and the first time you realized what shipping was, feel free to share it down. Please feel free to share it. it it'll be lovely. I might read a few if I get a lot um, or any. Um, so my first time shipping somebody 
I probably was four, three or four. Um, the Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, had just come out to DVD. To, um, I was going to say DVD. No, not DVD. VHS. Um, and it had to become a custom for my family to get this for me. Because uh, Lion King came out the year I was born. So it started with a Disney movie and my room was Disney themed. So it just became a thing. Every time there was a new Disney movie, I would get it. Which I was very grateful for because I loved it. Um, so I got, I got, um, I got, I walked to the store and bought it. No, they got me um, Lion King 2 Simba's Pride. And I am surprised I did not ruined ruin the VHS because I loved it so much that I was constantly asking to watch it. I memorized all the songs. I had the little cassette tape with the music in it. I um I just fell in love with Kovu partially, but I'll also I could admit that I, I I am going to admit that it's probably the the thing that now makes me doubt whether I am a furry or not. But Kovu and Kiara's relationship in that movie um, formed my knowledge as a little three-slash-four-year-old about romance. That was what romance was supposed to look like. It was supposed to make you laugh. It was supposed to confuse you. It was supposed to make you choke on a grapefruit if you were swallowing one. You know, it was supposed to make you nervous and hear music. It, it was a weird intro to romance at a very young age, but there it was. Quickly followed by Kimberly and Tommy from the Power Rangers Mighty Morphin, which was also a little weird because it also, like Kovu and Kiara, was someone who started off as, I'm making air quotes here, evil. And, um, you know, real they bring him back eventually. So not only did that form my knowledge and perception to um, romance and couples, but it also has a lot to do with my opinions and my attraction to villains as well, which is a little weird. But hey, what's a girl going to do about it? So yeah, it started on very, very young. From three, it's with three with the Lion King, to Simba's Pride, and then followed really, really early on, really, really quickly by Power Rangers Mighty Morphin, Kimberly and Tommy, um, and then every single Power Ranger since then, it was always like Pink Ranger, Red Ranger, mostly, until, well, the other one of my favorite, another one of my favorites is Kira and Trent from Dino Thunder. Which is also the same thing. He doesn't start... He starts off as good, though, and then just doesn't. But their relationship grows stronger when he's evil. Like, it just gives me tingles. And the whole 
idea of shipping didn't really become a thing for me during those times. I just knew that I liked seeing these couples together or I liked this character and that character being together. Um, or even when they weren't. Um, there was just like, I would be watching a TV show and be like, oh, they should get together. Like, I would just wait for the moment where the characters would get together, if they had good banter or not. It depends if, if they had good banter. I would just root for the moment they got together. And also was really upset if the characters did not have good banter and ended up together. I was like, you guys don't even talk. When did this whole miraculous love happen? Um... But yeah, it just it's just a thing. It just I don't know. It, it my mind started shipping on its own and little just little J had no clue about it, no clue what it was. Um until what was it? 2010. I started following a band. Um and I got Twitter and we were we all would talk about it and it was it was also the first time i belonged to a fandom on purpose you know that it was just like oh i really like this and talk to people that i that i that liked it but haven't met hadn't met people that liked it as much you know i hadn't hadn't had a conversation or interaction with somebody who lived and breathed something specific so um, these, uh, band fans that I interacted with had a specific, had specific ship names for the little couplings that they liked, whether it was romantic or not, the intent, whether the intention was as a romantic ship or not, it was cute because the, this, these band members would make videos for us and they would, they would also use the ship names when it was just the two respective bandmates together, and it was really sweet. It was it was like um, a, a thing, you know, like it was a subgroup inside a subgroup sort of thing, and and it was it was entertaining to be able to discuss this with other people, discuss anything with other people. Really, it just becomes a thing because once once you have more people, it just becomes real per se it's a it's stronger when you can discuss it with other people you you like it more it becomes intense which your your liking for that thing becomes intense once you realize there's other people that like it as much as you do so that's when it happened i started shipping everything and then i got really close to a cousin of mine he, they're younger and they also like shipping. And then we started discussing that more. And now every time there's a new ship, we talk to each other, which is fun. Hilarious. I do have a very positive outlook on shipping compared to other people. I have encountered some people who are um, a little bit more realist about it. And they do say, okay, we can ship fictional characters. That is fine. But we leave people's personal lives out of it. And that is perfectly respectable. Um, everybody has their opinion. And that, that I think that is very legit. Very logical. Um, and 
all in all, I think that is probably the right way to go with it. You know, you ship your fictional characters as much as you want and stay out of people's lives and don't mess with it. Um, but I also admit that sometimes you can't co- compartmentalize a lot. Um, I know, for example, I try to do the right thing um, and not ship to people. But sometimes if that's your, if that's just the way your mind goes, if that's the first thing your mind does, it's gonna happen um which is is, is really it's really weird but yeah like i'm i'm able to also sometimes you know just keep it in there (laughs) if you thought it and you're talking to somebody who might not be okay with the thought or if it's a bad thought you know sometimes just it's just meant to stay inside (laughs) um but then there's also the people who just frown upon it and just like why are you shipping? Like, if it's not real, why are you doing it? Or don't, you know, that they look down on the people who ship something that's not canon because they get the luxury that their couple or that the type of romance they like is up there, is being portrayed. And a lot of people don't, which is why shipping happens because somebody feels underrepresented or that their form of love is underrepresented. So when you see something that might click for you on TV, you want to project. And um, that's probably how it starts. Or like I said before, usually it's because the characters are being forced together and you're like, nope, your, your relationship with this other person is much funnier, it's much better, and get it straight. But, um, we take what we can get mostly. So, and when we can't, we write about it. So that's what, that's what we do. Um, back to shipping, (laughs) back to, back to my favorite ships, because I feel like I'm getting a little bit too intense about what I like and do not like, or what other people like and do not like. And I'm just talking out of my ass here because this has like no general research, no outline or anything. It's just what I've observed through the years and what I feel, which which is why it might come off come off as too intense because it's just what I think, what I would probably rant to if I had somebody that was as interested in this as I am in front of my in front of me and I wasn't talking to myself. <laughs> which is pretty much what I'm doing. But if you want to educate me about this, then it's also also totally free to educate me about this and let me know what you think about shipping. And if you're a shipper and when did it start, I would love to know. But like I said before, my favorite ship of all time is Destiel. And it's a ship that we're probably not going to see flourish because... We're in the last stretch of the show, and I'm going to probably start crying now, but it happens. Uh, We're in the last stretch of the show, and there's really almost no possibility of it being canon at all. But there was literal, literal sparks when they met, and I'll die on that grave. There were sparks. Canon ship that I have... That actually I could um, 
look up to (laughs) and be happy about it, which I've had arguments with people about because not a lot of people agree, um, is a very recent canon ship, Raylo slash Ben and Ray. Um, I was shipping Kylo Ren and Ray since it started because of that thing in the back of my head of they are opposites in this world and he could be redeemed. Literally, all I saw when when I started seeing them was this is Kovo and Kiara. It's Kovo and Kiara all over again and it's gonna happen. And then for a while it didn't and people would be like, he's like stealing her mind thoughts and stuff and it's it's basically rape. So it's mind rape. So um, no, it can't happen. And then in uh, also maybe spoilers if you haven't watched the Star Wars the, the new Star Wars trilogy. Then, and then The Last Jedi came out, and they had this mind sink. And I was like, this is it. Because they are linked. They can see each other. And there has to be a reason for that. They can't just be having mind thoughts and nothing's, nothing's gonna happen. So, I was so happy when it did. And also you get to see him shirtless and there's like this really nice scene where she's like standing next to him and he's heavy breathing because he was working out and it's like fan fiction. That moment right there was a fan fiction moment and I'm getting sweaty. Um, Okay. And then for the rise of Skywalker, the entire movie, I'm like, it's going to happen. It has to. He's, he's changing. He's being redeemed. When is it going to happen? And then the last minute, you get it, and then it's gone. (laughs) And it was so, so frustrating, because they gave you something, they took it away. It was sad, but great. Like I said, frustrating. I have feelings about it. A lot of feelings. Another one that, another canon relationship that I also have a lot of feelings for and I'm saying this right now because I'm staring at pictures of of them that I have buttons of them that I have would be uh Denny Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow because before they met I didn't read the books so I don't really know when they meet in the books um but when they met in the show, before they met in the show, I I thought they would end up together because I was like, okay, these are two characters that are coming into their own, that are really, really struggling and deserve to be happy. When they killed Ingrid, again, spoilers, when they killed Ingrid off for John, I did cry, but I thought it's okay because eventually he's going to be happy. I know. Very deluded of me to think that Game of Thrones would allow any of their characters to be happy. Because why would George want his characters to be happy? He wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. But I didn't know that at the time. 
because I was watching a TV show that that I thought that eventually there would be a happy ending, right? So I, I really supported them eventually meeting each other and falling in love. So when they started talking and when you realize what the parent, what the family tree is and the bloodline is, you do get a little freaked out, but it's Westeros and worse has been done before. So it's fine. And then they give it to us, right? They give, well, they give it to me that hot and that hot and cold give and take thing that they have where she's very, um, very demanding, very proud. And he's here being the boy that knows nothing. And then he, he talks to her strongly and she's like, you're calling me a child. And he's like, I'm calling all of us children. And it's like, there, there's, it's there, you know? And, uh, I love it. I love that, that whole, um, different sides, very, um, opposing moment, you know? very opposite moment as well. And then we get the love and the love making and I hear music. And then you see little Tyrion like shit. You know, he knows something's gonna happen. So it made me really happy when they ended up together. And it made me really, really upset when things go things go down and it ruins a thing. But um I loved it. And also and and here we go for another ship that I had that doesn't really happen. It does, but it doesn't. Um, and it's also from Game of Thrones, coincidentally, now because I'm in the topic. Arya and Gendry. I love it. I loved them together. And the entire time, I loved the memes of um, Gendry is still rowing for years. <laughs> For years, was it was another ship that I was like, something's going to happen. It has to. He's not supposed to be that old in the books, so they're going to have to do it. Also, I really, really like Joe Dempsey since Skins. So I just wanted more of him. So I wanted him back. And I wanted him with her because of that moment where she's like, I could be your family. And he says, you know, you'd be my lady. And I was like, yes, yes. Even though he didn't mean it that way. He meant like he would have to serve her because she's a Stark and a lady. But still, I would really, really, I, I, I was really, really rooting for them to be together. And then they finally come back together and they have that night. I was not going to call it a lovely night because it, it probably was a little awkward because he was probably having a good time and she was just checking a box, you know, like got to do stuff, can't die a virgin. And, um, then it, then she just says no to him. And it makes me wonder if, if da Daenerys hadn't made him a lord, would she have said yes and just run out with him? Or, or would he not have proposed if he wasn't? Did he, did he, because he does say this thing of I had nothing to offer and now he does, but she doesn't want, she didn't want that. So would it be the other way around and would have she, would she have offered him to run away with her? Maybe. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Fan fiction. This is why we need it. 
because shows leave us with so many questions sometimes and so many empty spaces. So we fill them up the way we want. Um, so, uh, since I've gone on to like around, since I've discussed my favorites, I think it's fair to also discuss ones that I do not like so much. Um, I'm not going to say I hate them because I've read some fan fiction on the ones that I dislike and um, they've been okay and I, I see why. I can see why it works because sometimes it really, really works. Um, one of them would be, I think the main one would be Snape and Hermione. Just because it's, it feels weird to read it. Like, it's one that feels wrong to me. Again, I've done it before, and I've enjoyed it. But it feels off. It feels weird. And But, it, but then again, it, it doesn't have to be because of the age difference. Because, you know, we we can say, oh, it's, it's age difference. But also... Um, you could age her up if you want to in your mind. doesn't matter. You could age him down if you want to. There's so many with time-traveling Hermione out there. So many fan fiction with time-traveling Hermione up there that she's had them all. So it's it's fine. You can see it in any way you want. It's just, it's one that gives me chills. And the, the wrong type of chills just because of the characters themselves. Um... Because I do not picture um, Hermione as a type of person who would go for uh, no, whatever age you want to make him Snape. Um, and also because I think I picture... I always imagine Snape being hung up on Lily and or with Lucius and or with... I'm trying to think of his name. Regulus for some reason. I don't know. It's just a thing. He's either a sobby, mopey um, guy that's hung up on Lily, or he rebounded real hard with Lucius, or real romantic with Regulus. I don't know. It's either, it's one of those three. It's never in between for me. I don't, I, it's weird. Um, and then there's also the canon relationship that, grinds me. This one does grind me. Like, I just can't. Um, Oliver and Felicity. I love Arrow, and I love Ollie's character and Felicity on her own. I do not know much about whether or not Felicity was a character in the comics and whether they have a thing, but I do know um, about Oliver being with Dinah or Laurel here in, in, in the comics and in the DC world. So, um, I'm not sure the basis of Felicity are, or of if Felicity is like a well-known character. Um, but like I said, individually, great characters. She, I, I love her. I love the representation she gives to, to, um, smart, intelligent, geeky, nerdy women. Um, but, just together, it sort of clouds them. You know, it's sort of like 
makes them fuzzy because he can't maybe because of the um drama drama of the show he can't ever be all Oliver you know like because he has to try to like I don't know it just it's I, all I know is that it dampens their personalities when they're together for me I just don't enjoy seeing them together like I think that they both they both try too much to to be there for the other to be who the other one wants to see and it makes it really complicated for them in the show itself so so I, I guess the whole the thing that they always keep going back and forth is also one thing that doesn't do it for me um so that is that is mine my my uh relationship with shipping all in one episode um in about 30 minutes maybe i'm not sure i know i ranted i might have blacked out for a bit there um i don't know um this is very new, very amateur-like for me. I need friends, people. <laughs> like, I need people to discuss this with. Anyway, if you are listening, and if you enjoyed this, feel free to follow the podcast on Facebook, and let me know what you think. When did you start shipping? Who was your first ship? what ship really does it for you and or correct me in all the things that I got wrong and or tell me that I was wrong in a lot of my stuff let's have a friendly banter about this why don't we it's fun like I said in my little clip I hope we can be friends and I will talk to you next time bye